This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. After winning the World Cup in 2015, Megan Kligenberg and the U.S. Women's National Team returned to the U.S. to much fanfare. There were ticker tape parades, keys to the city, White House visits. But as the confetti fell, the women reckoned with their sense of shock. Why should they be shocked at the enthusiasm? Had they become so accustomed to not getting attention as women athletes that it surprised them? And amongst this feeling of possibility for the future of women's sports also crept in a new feeling. They wanted more. For as much as the celebrations were nice, did it come with pay equity? Did it come with more endorsement deals? Did it come with the publicity and investment in women's sports that clearly there was an appetite for? Of course, we know this team would go on to sue for pay equity, but there was other ways that Klickenberg and her teammates decided to challenge the status quo. Not content to wait around for the sporting landscape to change, Klickenberg and fellow teammates set out to change it in a myriad of ways. For Klickenberg and teammates Christian Press, Tobin Heath, and Megan Rapino, one of those ways became Re-Inc., a lifestyle brand they founded in 2019 to challenge the status quo in business, in fashion, to step into a space as female entrepreneurs and athletes. As Re-Inc. prepares for its latest collection drop, Gamer, I chat with the Portland Thorns defender about the brand, where it's been, where it's going, what we can expect from this latest collection, and what Re-Inc. continues to tell us about challenging the status quo and imagining a new future for women, gender non-conforming, and non-binary people in women's sports and athletics overall. Welcome to Burn It All Down. Oh, thank you. I'm so stoked to be here. Um, I just want to tell you a quick story, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I, okay, so, like, I don't know if you know anything about the Portland Thorns, but, um, like, we have, like, one of the most amazing fan bases in the country, and before every game... Um, I am like privileged enough to do like a little huddle pump up speech for the whole team to kind of like get going and, and like basically be ready to burn it all down. And so uh, we use like a lot of fire imagery as well. You know, we're like, we love, love to like build a bonfire so our fans can see it even when, when they're not around. So I was like really drawn to your podcast when I heard burn it all down because I was like, this is, this is what I'm talking about. 
I love that. Absolutely. We, you know, every week we have a burn pile mm-hmm. and we light on fire the worst things in sports, right? So like we want sports with all the things we love about it, whether that's teamwork or community or like the adrenaline of a game or, you know, competition. I love competition. It's whatever we love. What we don't need is racism and misogyny and homophobia and transphobia. And we don't need, we don't need that. So every week, our burn pile and sometimes it's like we're lighting we're lighting matches that we've lit before and sometimes it's like a huge bonfire because that week is so trash right so, grab, a, grab a gas can you know exactly light it up so <laughs> um and then of course like i said what rises from those ashes though are the torch bearers are the people who are moving that forward um and when i look at the work that y'all are doing with re-ink that's something for me that is like moving society forward and i feel like that's what y'all set out to do can you tell a little bit uh, uh, about for people who are less familiar, right? What was the intention, right, behind starting something like Reink? Absolutely, I love our origin story. It's one of my favorite things ever to talk about because it really drives the purpose of our brand and what we do. Um, <clears throat> so I'll take you back to 2015, and all four of us were on the World Cup team, and um, we were incredibly blessed to stand on the winners. Uh, podium after you know beating japan and won the world cup final and ultimately it's a culmination of you know all of the hard work that you've done across your career to be able to stand there and cheer and be excited with your friends and your family and the people that you really care about and worked hard with and you're standing there and you're like stoked right but you're also feeling a bit empty you're like well i'm like why am i feeling you know empty. Like I just did what I set out to do in my life. And essentially it boiled down to me, uh, for me that, you know, everybody else was capitalizing off of our hard work and we weren't. So whether it was, um, you know, sponsorships, uh, sponsors or media rights holders or FIFA or federations, they were all driving massive amounts of value and revenue from our win. And all we were getting was like the measly uh, money that FIFA decides to parse out to women's players. That is like nothing. One twentieth <laughs> or exactly one hundredth of what the, the men get. So that really bugged me. And I was like, that's, bullshit are we allowed to swear on this podcast absolutely okay that's bullshit and so um basically got together with the the women's staff team players and we decided like hey we got to do something about this and we went about it in a couple of different ways one of them was renegotiating our cba another one was the lawsuit and then for Kristen and pino and tobin and i this was another way and when you start a new company essentially um as founders that happen to be women and founders that happen to be, you know, some of us queer, it's like, you know, we're, we're doing something that a lot of um, entrepreneurs aren't, they're just not like us. And so we have a different way of going about things and starting things and bringing people in and being inclusive than, than a lot of other people. And for me, that's really important because we want to be like, as influential and as powerful as Nike, as Google, as all of these different companies, because when you're able to be that powerful, you're a tastemaker, you're a change maker, you get to set industry standards, you get to promote people that deserve to be promoted, you get to um, hire people that have 
different points of view than you and ultimately round out a better world and a better company and create better products. And that's, so I gave you the origin story, but then I also kind of gave you like where we want to go and what we want to be. I think all of our founders would say different things about what's important to them about re and what it means to them. But for me, that's, that's why it's most important. Absolutely. One of the things that I like the most about it is how y'all understand it. And you say it's a community first brand, right? And you talk about, um, you know, going against the status quo, especially in terms of body types and gender fluid fashion um, and opportunities for, you know, if you, if you've ever gone on their site, you'll even see you can't, there's not like a standard size chart, right? Like there's this idea that like different things fit people in different ways and you should find your fit. And um, so I'm wondering if you can speak to the importance of that, especially in, in my view, as we're looking at streetwear, we're looking at that, and it's coming at a time where um, we're really pushing, thankfully, the binaries and boundaries of sport, and under a time where trans youth, particularly in sport, are under attack, um, and their very existence is under attack, and thinking about why it matters, right, to have... Yeah fluid fashion and the ability to find your fit and, and kind of dress and style yourself um, in, in ways that aren't always conventional. It does matter. Like it does matter. And it's one of the hardest things that we've had to take on actually is sizing because nobody's really been good at it and nobody's been good at gender fluid fashion yet. And so there's not this playbook that you can just go to and be like, Hey, this is what this is what small is going to look like. This this is how medium is going to fit on, you know, everybody like because it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone has a different body. It doesn't matter wh whether you're male or female or anything. You know, it, it could be any gender. It doesn't matter. Everybody has a different body type. And so that makes it really difficult. So it's actually one of the hardest things that we've had to go about figuring out. But it's also one of the most important things that we think that we can do, because for us, especially like me, um, I'm like totally into my tomboy fashion. Like, mm. you know, for me, I'm, I'm into the androgynous sort of look and I love to, you know, look that way because I, it makes me feel the most comfortable. It makes me feel like me. And so I feel like Re is a direct like look into oh hey this is made directly for for megan because this is what she likes and so it's but i've never had anything that's been able to fit me like i've shopped in little boys sections at the mall to try and find stuff that i feel comfortable in like they don't make jeans in my size that mm. i like to wear um so it really is an extension of hey there's nothing out there made for people like me or people like us and so we wanted to go about changing that because ultimately fashion is just an outward representation of your inner power. And we want people to be able to show that on the outside, be like, yeah, this is exactly how I feel most comfortable. And exact, I love to look, you know, dope as hell, but also like, you know, this, this is, this is me. Um, and so for us, it's like, yeah, getting that sizing right and getting, people to feel comfortable in our clothes is one of the most important things for us. Absolutely. Can I ask you a hard question? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I'm so interested in it because it feels like on the production side, it is tough, right? To find this and to find 
in, in an ethical, conscious way, and then also keep clothes priced in a in a way that can obviously help the brand, but also make it available to people, right? And I'm trying to figure out like how how does one and maybe y'all don't know, <laughs> maybe we're all trying to figure this out, but like how how do we, especially for people who are listening who are building their own brands and their own entities, figure out how to navigate within existing structures, right? That has certain ways of launching products and producing products and whatever, figure out how to trouble the status quo while not being able to reinvent every part of that framework, right? Like, so how do we make clothes and also keep them affordable, but also push production side and also make sure that we're like ethically getting people, you know, we have, we have merch. And I remember our flamethrowers, our listeners were like, who's putting the merchandise together? Like who's selling it? And it was like, these are important conversations. How do we, how do we juggle all of these balls in the air? And like, what things do we let drop, you know, and, and how do we navigate that? Yeah, this is like a really hard question, by the way, you said hard, but it's like <laughs> even harder than hard. So um, no, that's the tension, isn't it? Like there's a tension between doing things that are easy and just make your business run and right. then doing things that are going to like help the world and make the world better. And it's this tension for us that we're always trying to navigate. And it's not, it's really hard. It's really hard to navigate that because we hear, you know, back from our customers um, who, who are super loud. And we love that. We love how loud they are because like it makes it easy for us to make different decisions and move forward in like a new way. But like we, we hear all the time, like, you know, this is not right or this isn't right. And we're like, okay, okay. We're hearing, we're hearing you. But like, there are some points where we just can't change things right in that moment. So for us, it's like, okay, what can we change now? And then how do we go about creating a space for change in the future when we can create like a new path? So for us, it's like utilizing all of the things that, you know, we don't want to reinvent the wheel because the wheel works and like we want to use the wheel in the best way possible. But also there are some things that's like created around the wheel that are us unsustainable. So we want to change those things so it's like okay how do we keep the easy things and keep moving forward so i think for us it's like creating that every deep playoff run starts with building an amazing team doing the same for your business doesn't take a room full of scouts you just need indeed don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with indeed hate waiting indeed's us data shows over 80 percent of indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job something i love about indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because with virtual interviews indeed saves you time you can message schedule and interview top talent all in one place Indeed knows that when you're growing your business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why when you sponsor a job, you only pay for quality applications from resumes in our database matching your job description. Visit indeed.com slash blue wire to start hiring today. Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed space to get better and we're always like okay this collection this is what we could do and this is what we did 
And then we reevaluate right after we are done with that collection. And we're like, okay, we loved this about it. We did this well, but how can we make this better? How can we make this faster? How can we make this more sustainable? Um, so for us, it's always about, you know, <laughs> being on that marathon, but also having like these sprints in between right. <laughs> where we're trying to figure out like, how do we make the marathon faster as we go? Listen, I'm always here for a sports metaphor. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? This is Shireen, and I have struggled with anxiety and depression in the past. I've often turned to counseling and therapy to help me through. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. But this service is available for clients worldwide. Flamethrowers, wherever you are, BetterHelp can help you. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy, which may not even be possible in a pandemic anyway. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read testimonials that are posted there daily. Visit BetterHelp.com burn, that's better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they have started recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Special offer for Burn It All Down listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash burn. That's betterhelp.com slash B-U-R-N. You talked about these collections. I know I saw when you had the Reimagine Your Vote collection that was around voting, but you have a new collection coming out that's very interesting. It's launching on April 6th, right? And it's called Gamer. What What is this about? Oh, Gamer is so legit. This is probably my favorite collection that is coming out. Um, it's incredibly ambitious. And I think that it's probably the coolest one that we've done because it really makes a statement. So the ones before have been, you know, centered around um, like Popsicle and Source was about finding your inner source and like using that source energy to like, you know, find your passion and, and follow it. But this one is really about burning it down. This one is about smashing the patriarchy and um, it's about... Uh, reimagining like what it means to be a feminist and what it means to be a woman in gaming. And so we're really stoked about it because we're, you know, we're ballers, we're gamers in, in soccer. 
Um, and we feel like this is a total parallel to, to what we do. And as you know, like <laughs> the, the um, gaming, jeez, ah, like being a female gamer. is hard as hell. Exactly. Being a gamer that happens to be female, right. right? Because they're just gamers and I'm just a baller, right? Um, they suffer the same inequities that we do. You know, whether it's being underpaid, um, or whether it's like representation within the industry or all of these things where sp sports is a microcosm of society, that same stuff is happening for gamers. And so we wanted to highlight um, that. And we also wanted to be like, hey, this is also fun. Like, it's fun to burn down things because, you know, only after destruction can there be regrowth. And without you know, taking something down, you can never hope to grow. And I feel like that personally, I feel like that on a large scale. Um, so I'm really, really excited about this one because on top of being like one of our most poignant messages, it's also really fun and has like, like dope colors and themes. And it's just like, if source is like, calm <laughs> you know game girl is like the opposite it's like let's fucking go i love it no please fuck it up <laughs> <laughs> and and one of the things that i like the most about it is this partnership with black girls code um yes can you tell me about how that partnership came to be? And, you know, if you don't know about Black Girls Code, like Google, go now, right? It's a really dope organization that should, you know, really get all everybody's support. Um, and so when I saw that y'all were partnering with Black Girls Code for the release of this collection, I was like, ooh, like this is synergy. Like this is really, really, really sick. Yeah. So actually in our company, we call things uh, that are coincidences, synchrodestinies. Mm. So this feels like a sink or destiny for me being on here and, and talk about this. Um, but we always partner with a different organization, every collection, every launch, um, because part of our brand is community first. And so we want to give back to our community. And so for us, Black Girls Code was immediately that that just makes so much sense for so many reasons. And uh, we're stoked about it because we want to ensure that, um, you know, people of color and women and uh, people on the queer spectrum are more represented in these industries where white men, white cisgender straight men tend to dominate um, and create things that we all use, but forget to think about the people that are different than them. So for us, it's like made total sense um, to give back because it's on, it's completely on brand. It's also like completely in line with, with being game girl and being a gamer. So for us, we're like, okay, we're always looking for organizations that we can partner with and give back part of the community. But this one just felt like a fit, like a synchro destiny of sorts. Absolutely. So as we wrap up here, one of the things that I'm like, you know, that we always talk about is like the idea of more than an athlete, right? And I think that we've talked about it in many different ways, whether it's Renee Montgomery now being uh, owner of a team, right? We've talked about people That's moving so into the- 
pretty. I know. I was, it's like the best story arc. Um, You know, people moving into the broadcast booth, um, you know, AJ Andrews, who's a good friend of the show is, is like always in front of a camera hosting something now. Um, And we talk about the business side a little bit less, right? Partially because many people (laughs) who listen to the show and and my co-hosts, you know, like we always are also smashing capitalism within things, but like it's, where we live and thinking about like what business ventures look like within these systems that are community first, you know, like the work that y'all are doing with Re, and thinking about what it means to look at athletes moving into the business side to take up space there. And like you said, that origin story of coming back in 2015 and watching everybody else profit. Right. Um, I, I, my first book is on its way out. It's called can't eat a medal. Right. And it's echoing the ideas that black women athletes have said for so long, historically, can't eat a medal. Althea Gibson was like, they call me queen of the court, but you can't eat a crown. Right. And so figuring out how you take your expertise on and off the pitch and put it to the business side and into these business ventures seems to be to also kind of be writing a playbook and a blueprint for people thinking about what more than an athlete means for them. So if you're talking to up and coming folks who are trying to figure out how to take their athletic careers to new ventures and new levels, what advice, what would you kind of give them? What would you say for people looking to, you know, be multifaceted? Oh, I would just say, first of all, it's, I think it's a little scary because, and not scary in a fearful way, scary in a cool way. Like just imagine all these badass women who absolutely kick ass in sports taking their talents their work ethic their teamwork their brilliance their everything over into the business world and taking that same exact fire that they have and passion in their sport and then applying it into whatever they are doing now whether that's coding or whether that's you know being a ceo or whether that's you know, whatever else, it doesn't matter. So for me, I guess my biggest advice would be be you within that new world. Be you because no one's better at being you than you. And you got to where you were because of all the things that you did um, in basketball, in soccer, in, in your sport, right? And then all you have to do is just apply those same principles over in business. Obviously, it's going to be different. You have to learn new tools, but you can still use your resilience. You can still use your hard work, your teamwork. You can still use your humility, um, your ability to solve problems, your ability to communicate clearly. All of those things are directly applicable to the business world. So be you within that world and, and don't be afraid to show up because Maybe you're not going to be as good um, at the beginning in business as you are at, so- at soccer or whatever sport you play, but it doesn't matter. Like, how good were you when you were six? Right. You know, it's playing bumblebee journey. soccer, chasing after right. a game ball. Enjoy the journey, you know? Enjoy the journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for coming on Burn It All Down and, um, you know, telling us about this. I'm really excited to think about the parallels between sports and gaming. We've talked about this, especially because we need to all, all of us need to really consider esports more um, just because they are growing. I mean, like we talk about what the pandemic did and did not do. But let me tell you what grew in the pandemic was esports um, and these spaces, um, especially gaming spaces, are are far from equitable and safe for everybody right now. And so working 
working with organizations like um, Black Girls Code and the partnership that y'all have with Re, like this is really big deal um, to to talk about these same conversations we have over on the athletic side, on the sports side that we have here at Biad, et cetera, and how we can find synergies and parallels to these other industries. Um, and, and you guys are standing in the breach between those with this next collection. So it's very exciting. Um, so where can people find more information um, and when can people be on the lookout for the drop of Gamer? Yeah, so I think you mentioned earlier that early April, so April 6th is the is the drop. So please check it out. We're, we're always loving when people, whether they buy it or not, just come take a look and give us feedback and participate. We love that. And ultimately, if you want to be a part of this brand, we never turn anybody away. Uh, everybody's invited as long as you're going to be open-minded and, and cool with everybody else that's there too. Uh, for us, membership has been a really awesome way to connect with our community. So if maybe gamer isn't for you, uh, other things will be. And I know that our community is there waiting to give you a virtual hug and, you know, wrap you up and just invite you into the inner circle because we're, we're stoked to connect. And the website is it's re-website.com. Yes, yes. Do I got that right? All right. Yeah, so you. yeah, go on re-website.com. Um, and there you'll find not only the merchandise, the facts, you know, information, but you'll find that membership page right there, um, which uh, is called the Practice Space for Social Change. And it encompasses a lot about what me and Megan were talking about here. You can see a lot more about the brand there. Um, I think it's a really dope site to explore. So go on over there, check it out. Um, and I can't thank you enough again, Megan, for coming on Burn It All Down. Look forward to, you know, future conversations and partnerships. Uh, and you have a great day. Thank you, Mira. This has been awesome.